career because you can't count on man. You can't depend on that. You don't want to be like me. Mom says, right? Like I can go anywhere because he control the money. I get it. I totally get it. So going to the money lane eventually doesn't make me win women happy. All of my clients around the age of 35 plus realize that the money doesn't make them happy. The relationships that they're looking for are impossible to attain because they're too masculine, but they don't know that. Welcome to the Miracle Plant Podcast, the show that inspires, promotes, and gives you a daily dose of inspiration from the people who have used cannabis to change their lives in extraordinary ways. Here's your host, Justin Benton. Welcome back to the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant with so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. Well, today we have an awesome local guest down the 101 in Woodland Hills. We're up here in Ventura. We have Andre Parody, who is a relationship and dating coach for successful businesswomen. He's got an incredible list of accolades, including being a two-time Amazon bestseller, certified NLP coach, public speaker, the list goes on and on. It's what a what a blessing it is to have you on the Miracle Plant Podcast. Welcome to the show, brother. How are you? Thank you, Justin. Good morning. I'm great. Awesome. Awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about your journey, how you got to where you are. And, and uh, yeah, I'd love to hear. I, I love this topic. We talk about a lot about mindset and relationships and things yeah. like that on the Miracle Plant Podcast of having that holistic health approach. But I'd love to hear your journey. So uh, for me, it started with a difficult childhood, as most of us that are successful often comes from rough beginnings, I think, you know. Uh, so I became an observer because of my circumstances and my family I became an observer of human beings. Like I was trying to understand my life, my people, my, my world. It was, didn't make any sense as a kid. So I started watching people. I was an observer of people and I became fascinated with the, the human condition. You know, how do people turn the way they turn out and you know, is there some kind of norm and all that jazz? So that has always been my brain curious about the human condition. Been taking personal development since I was 23 years old, build a few businesses. But in 2006, I got into another workshop, sort of seemingly by accident, no such thing. Uh, it was called Understanding Women here in Los Angeles. At the time, I was married with two little kids, uh, not looking for this information. It was just an opportunity that came up that I took on that workshop. Anyway, after that <laughs> workshop, I was attending women, realized that I knew nothing about women at all, which I found incredibly baffling because I thought I knew something somehow, maybe because of my artistic personality kind of thing. It was easier for me, seemingly. But I realized that day as well that I didn't know anything about my wife of 10 years and that uh, my whole family comes from like divorce and, you know, two, three times, one four on four. I have my beautiful wife, my two little kids, and I'm not going to mess this up because I didn't know. Do you know what I mean? So I went into panic mode and basically took that company's entire curriculum, became a workshop leader for them, you know, within a minute because I'm a teacher. And then that started the journey. So from that space, I went continued training in John Gray, Shanti Felhan, Esther Perel, Dr. Pat Allen, Los Angeles. So that's how it started. And now I went from uh, dancing around the world as my primary business, another business in Los Angeles, and now this is all I do, relationship coaching, and I help men and women dismantle or, you know, I help them 
alleviate the pain and the, the misunderstanding between us because it's gotten more difficult and there's very good reasons for that. So that's what I do. Love it, love it. Well, and I love this topic. I, I was having this topic over, we were discussing this over breakfast at our favorite little local uh, diner called Allison's. And um, if you ever in Ventura, go check it out. You'll love it. Okay. Biscuits. And uh, anyways, um, so why do you think that we are having more difficulties? I have my opinion, but why yep. do you think we're having more uh, difficulties with the male and the female relationship, especially with your significant other? Yeah, well, in a nutshell, and it's changed, right? Ten years ago, it was different. Ten years ago, it was always like, you know, men men were always baffled with women's behavior or they take everything personally, right? They, they, uh, they're too sensitive. They're too emotional. Like, you know, just relax. Don't let that bother you. That was always the paradigm, right? Men were like kind of just chill out, right? <laughs> like trying to, you know, not understanding why they're so emotional and whatever. So, and then women would be like, you guys don't talk. You know, I don't know what's going on with you. I need more conversation. I need more connection. You know, you, you know, thinking we're shallow because we don't talk so much and often cold. So that was always that, right? But about 10 years ago started the past five, five years, the past three has gone through the roof. The disconnect now is because we teach everyone that equality is better. Equality, equality, which everywhere is, it's on our platform, it's everywhere, you know, equalize men equal to women. And I understand on paper, it sounds, it sounds right. You know what I mean? Equalize the playing field and business and, and opportunities. You know what I mean? That's absolutely. And, and that's not really the, where the problem is. The problem is when you bring equality to the love relationships, it, it destroys the love relationships. That's what it comes in because the equality of outcome is one thing, but it's got to, it transferred. The belief is now transferred that you have to be equal people, equal beings, act the same, right? Equal as the same. So men have, have to be more like women to be good men, and women have to be more like men to be good uh, good women. And this is where the real come off completely in my world. It's amazingly uh, confusing, but it sounds like it should be better. Right, and it doesn't. It's the worst thing that's ever happened to civilization and uh, couples and marriages. Ta da! Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. Sorry, sorry. sorry. I I had you thinking, huh? (laughs) No, but I'm right on it. You know, I'm right with you. I I literally was having this conversation this morning, which is funny how that works all in the universe. So, so how Hmm. do we? How do we? How do we fix it? How do we? How do we get maybe back into those? Uh, yeah. more traditional or just those roles uh, to get rid of that. Everyone trying to be, you know, t- towards the center, uh, you, yeah. know, the, the, you know, no, instead of being gonna, on opposite sides. It's going to take some time because we over-calibrated now the other way, right? We swung too far the other way and everything now is the wheels are coming off. It doesn't make any sense. So what happened is everything I teach is in my opinion, right? It's, it's all nature. It's nature, science, chemistry. So in nature, nothing of the male and female is the same, right? The male and female nature and no species, just do your own research, act the same. They all have very specific roles in order for them to come together and continue the species, right? To have some kids and keep them safe so the species continues. So men and women are completely different, not even a little bit equal, completely like Mars and Venus, like Dr. John Gray says. It's even bigger than this. To me, it's like two different galaxies. We're made in opposition completely 100% but we're made to be complementary and fit together. What I do naturally, what I'm compelled to do as a hunter, as a male, as a conqueror, as a you know, a competitive 
person who's building stuff in in the world and pushing to get ahead. That's all masculine paradigm. That's a lot. It takes a lot of energy. We're testosterone. We have testosterone in our bodies to fuel us, and that be able to function that way is good for us. And so that's nature, right? So let men be men. Let them compete. Let them fight. Let them do what men do to build their characters. You know, work through their fears, and be able to. The, here's the key: when a man handles his life and pushes. To, and build something big that takes discipline and challenge, they get to be respected. Not only they respect themselves, they, they get to be respected by both men and women. A man who does nothing, no one respects. You know, he's a loser. So back to nature, the, the, the masculine conquers and fights and pushes and provides, protects, gives and cherishes his family, his wife, his loved ones. You know, he builds a kingdom, puts his arms around it, takes care of everyone in it. That's, that's masculine. The feminine is in nature, the nurturing, you know, fertile, creating life energy is fantastic. Men, women create life for Christ's sake. Like, is there anything better than that? And we're designed to protect them in that, in that role where a woman who's pregnant needs protection, a woman with babies needs protection, a woman raising children needs to take so much energy that he provides an environment for her to be able to be safe and protected in that as he provides the security as it provides the food, you know what I mean, the machine of life. So in, everywhere in nature, that's that's how it goes. Like complementary, completely different. But now we decide that women have to be even more like men, strong, independent, and powerful to be valuable, that men have to be sweet and sensitive to be good men. So men stop working, women start, start working and push through life in a manner that is unnatural. And what happens is it burns them out. And when it comes to relationships, basically we become man on man, right? And we collide, we fight, we push against each other where we need to be masculine, feminine, dance. The polarity of our masculinity and our femininity, the more this, this energy, the more this polarity, the more this different, the more we're masculine and feminine, the more polarity there is, the more attraction there is, the more we're compelled, we pull at each other as opposed to push against each other. So what I'm talking about is back to nature is, yeah, very sort of a traditional way to be with a modern twist, right? We're not going back to the 50s. That's ridiculous. There's a modern way to do a more traditional way that works to build relationships, to build families, to build marriages, and to raise healthy kids who then can go on to have healthy relationship and raise healthy families of their own. There it is. I love it. I love it. And I, I think also, you know, I would add to that, that how we've gotten into this predicament is, you know, you look at the 50s and you look like the the father figure, the traditional father yep. would go out and he would go to work and he would bring home the bacon and yep. the, the mom would, you know, make sure the house was in order and make sure the kids were on in time. And, you know, they sometimes had the, the, the mom still had jobs and things like that, too. Um, if, if, the, if the dad was bringing home enough bacon, the mom didn't have to work, which is what yep. a lot of people are working for, especially men. Uh, in this day and age. But what I see the difference happened is when, you know, part of it is consumerism, keeping up with the Joneses. We have two dual incomes. We have father and mom working full-time jobs. Yep. And so now the, the you, you that dynamic has now shifted. Now they're both going out and hunters and gatherers. Yep. And now you also have the dad sometimes that are staying home more, helping raise the kids where everyone, you know, so now they're even the, the moms, traditionally the nurturing moms will sit there and be like, 
well, I don't want your opinion on how to raise the kids. That's my dojo. (laughs) And so, anyways, there's these dynamics that just never were. That's what I'm talking around. about. And that's so what I'm just, talking about. And that's you know, what course. I love. Yeah, I love the the fact that you're on this. And I've been on this journey, too. So I yeah. just uh, I find it so fascinating. And, and so few people talk about this or know about this. Right. Um, did did John Gray get into the masculine and feminine energy? I can't remember. I certainly read the book. He doesn't. I've, he doesn't. He yeah. doesn't. He talks about the differences. He doesn't yeah. talk about masculine and feminine and, and such. The past 10 years of his work has all been, has all been about chemistry. The chemistry of a male's, you know, testosterone brain makes him act and behave and be motivated by different things that have estrogen-driven brains. So that's a lot of his work lately, and he goes into digestion system and stuff. And so it's a, it's it's not as um, what's the word to me? It's not as satisfying of, of of his than the past work that he's done. But he doesn't talk about masculine and feminine ever, really. He does. Mm-hmm. He 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 he's, he's, he went around that topic for some reason. Oh, well, so, I love it. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's it's such a fascinating conversation, and and I'm yeah. just glad that you're out there teaching people, and and that we can have these conversations. And so maybe I'll throw a a, a, a little curveball at you here, just for fun. You're Bring a pro. It. Is, um, so what do you say when there's uh, uh, maybe a woman or a strong woman who says, "Well, I don't want to, you know, just be the mom who raises the kids. I want to." I want to blaze my own trail. I, you know, that's 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 not uh, that's not what I'm all about. How does she find, you know, her place to to help the to help the dynamic of the relationship? How does that work when the woman's trying to blaze her own trail and, and yeah. you know maybe be a business owner or entrepreneur? How does that work? Yeah. Okay. So one thing about the first thing I want to say is I I that's your life. I'm not here to tell anybody what to do. I'm here to basically help them solve the problems when they realize it's not working. Do you know what I mean? So you want to be a boss, babe, go. I don't care, right? Like, this is you. I'm not here to tell anybody what, what to do. However, what is in my face every day with all of them is that I want to say it this way. You can't be in both lanes, right? You either pick the money lane or you pick the love lane. If you try to be in both lanes, one will, like, you will not get both. It's, it's impossible. So women who want to be in the money lane, you know, boss, babes, get a business, all that stuff is fantastic. And we actually raise you girls nowadays to be that first, right? You go, girl, you know, make yourself nice and secure, build a career because you can't count on man. You can't depend on that. You don't want to be like me, mom says, right? Like I can go anywhere because he control the money. I get it. I totally get it. So going to the money lane eventually doesn't make me win women happy. All of my clients around the age of 35 plus, realize that the money doesn't make them happy. The relationships that they're looking for are impossible to attain because they're too masculine, but they don't know that. My point is, is the price to pay for your choices. And this is what I do. I sound the alarm. Ladies, is it really what you want? Or are you caught up in the cultural tidal wave of you go girl, you don't need no man. But when you get a little bit older, you want everything that everybody else always wanted. A relationship, companionship, a family, maybe a kid or two, even if it's late. Do you know what I mean? So we know that money doesn't, wait, doesn't make women happy in the long term. If you're a normal woman, by the way, right? There's all kinds of in-betweens. But to most women, money doesn't make them happy. Relationships make them happy. The love relationships and all the relationships in, in, around her in life. Kids, family, you know what I mean? So 
you go there all, all you want. Eventually, typically, it turns out not satisfying and becomes a life of loneliness. And what happens is, <laughs> you know, you have less choices for relationship options with men at 35, 40 years old, right? Men who want to be married are already married. The men who are leftovers, there could be something wrong with them, right? There's a reason why they're not married, like avoidant or whatever. The other ones that have been married don't want to marry again, so they don't want you to marry, you know what I mean? So it becomes very difficult later on in life for those ladies to find love to build a relationship. And it's that's so my job is trying to sound the alarm before you get there. Do you want money at all costs? Maybe love and wish of Slater. Okay, that'll be difficult, but sure. Or, so I I say it this way, you could be a woman with a career or a career woman. You have to pick one. And if you pick a, a, woman, a career woman, you're probably not going to have much of a family, not much relationships. It'll be difficult for you to be with men because... Masculine men don't want masculine women. Boss babe is masculine, right? Collision, collision, and then it never goes anywhere. And women start, by the time they call me, they go, what's wrong with me? I have money. I'm so pretty. I'm young. I have my own house, my own cars, my own business. I make six figure. Nobody wants to date me. What's wrong with me? I go, nothing wrong with you, honey. You're too masculine. And masculine men don't want masculine women. So this is where most of them collide. You see it? I love it. I mean, I, and I love that, 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 that answer. And, and I think that, um, you know, it's funny, like when you, I had a friend of mine who just turned 50 and he was like, you know, he had that, you know, that measurement that we have. And especially like when you turn 30 in general, we're speaking in generalities, yeah, yeah. like when a man turns 30, he'll look back and be like, am I where I need to be? Am I bringing right. home the bacon? Am I living the life that I, that I envision? Whereas a woman in general will look back at 30 and be like, do I have kids? Do I have a family? Have I created? Right. You know, you yep. always see that dynamic at 30. And so, like you said, I mean, if, and, and, and if at the end of the day, if that's how you're, you're, you know, judging your life or, or measuring up your own life, if the woman is worried, is focused on the family and the men's focused on the hunter gatherer, bring home the bacon, then those are your lanes. Those are your DNA, your, yep. your millennia of, 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 you know, of time that has built us to be a successful species, and yep. uh, I wouldn't want to fight that too much. So that's well, just awesome. You know, there's a lot of data, by the way. There's a lot of data. Like, just do your own research, right? I just tell people, like, you know, I can back it up all you want, but you go back it up. That both men and women in life are happier, live longer, more creative, more productive, you know, healthier, better when they're in love relationships at work. Both men and women. So we're made for that stuff. You know, we're better in relationships. We all know this. People will, this is why people constantly try to get in relationships. Like it's a neurotic need of, of the human species to be bonded, right? But if we turn women into men and turn men into women, you make this very much almost impossible. That's what I see every single day. Sad. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're out there fighting the good fight because we need more <laughs> of you because it, it, was, it was a new concept to me like literally within the last 18 months or so that I come across this and it rocked my world. And I was like, this makes sense. And we need more people at least talking about this and 
getting in touch with who they are and, and, and having these kinds of conversations. So just awesome stuff. Well, where do people find you? How do they uh, how do they get to learn more from you? And, and where, okay. they, where should they go? They could actually have a gift for you, listeners, if you want. Love it. That'd be great. It's in twofold. So if you're if I said something that resonated with you, you could email me directly with your troubles or challenges, right? My my email is Andre Coaching the number one at Gmail, Andre Coaching One, Gmail dot com, and I will personally answer you, like whatever you. So that's one. Same present, a little upper, like I up it a little bit for people who are more courageous. I want to say. If you go to Andre, Co- sorry, AndreGroupCoaching.com, it takes you to my calendar. You could book a VIP hour to speak to me, men or women, and we'll have a conversation about what is it that doesn't work for you, where you're stuck, what this, what's the dream. And I'm, I'm really, really good at asserting ridiculous what I do. Uh, very good at and in one hour, really get, create a roadmap for you to see where the wheels come off or where it is that you're stuck in a loop that you realize there's nothing wrong with you. It's kind of a, a loop of belief system. If I could help, if not, I could refer you to somebody else who could help. So AndreGroupCoaching.com, to my calendar, book a time, and we can have a conversation. Uh, I love it, love it, love it, love it. Well, I know you got another. Uh, you got to run, as I got to run. But at the end of every Miracle Plant podcast, yes, we say heal the world because that's what we're on a mission to reach oh. a billion people by 2025. Amen. Heal relationships, heal our our thoughts, heal our our energy, heal our body. So on the count of three, say with me. And if you're listening in the audience, Jay with us as well. So the people out there that are looking for help that are looking for answers will find it. That vibrational charge will look, turn their head and listen in. So on the count of three, let's say heal the world. One, two, three. Heal, heal the, world. the world. Amen. Standing right. ovation. Standing ovation. Thanks for swinging by the Miracle Plan Podcast. We'll see you next week. Be a blessing and happy healing. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey everyone, it's Ryan from the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. If you're looking for ways to utilize cannabis to keep you healthy, strong, and sharp, come join us every Wednesday where we dive into the best ways to use cannabis to optimize your life. Topics include cannabis and athletics, cannabis for productivity, cannabis for anxiety, cannabis for a healthy immune system, and so much more. If you're a curious connoisseur, this show is for you. So please head over to our page and we're looking forward to seeing you this week. Bye.